real quick at the top of the episode, I want to get a shout out to uh, Misfits LLC. Um, the company um, one of our players, Ryan, works for, has been gracious enough to help us build a website to get a lot of art up and maybe updates of things we might be doing in the future. If this gets uh, more and more popular, you know, we now have a, we'll now have a website. But let me talk to you a little about Misfits uh, LLC. They design custom websites and applications. They do advertising, business cards, and graphic design. Um, Ryan's been working there for a number of years, and he loves it. So a good uh, employee, a happy employee means it must be a good company. Um, if you guys need any um, any of that type of work, I'm going to go ahead and give you the website. And that's Misfits, M-I-S-F-I-T-S, L-L-C dot net. Go ahead and look that up if you guys need any, you know, custom websites, applications, advertisements. And then you guys can check out our website when it comes up if you want to see some uh, examples of their work. All right. Thanks for uh, listening to me talk a little bit. Let's get on to the episode. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Troll for Initiative. I am your DM, Mark Gailey. And let's introduce our players, starting off with David Blondin. Hey, I'm David Blondin. I play Brock Timbers, known bard, greatest bard in the world. These cultists are about to find that out. Ryan O'Connor. I am Ryan O'Connor, and I'm the platinum knight that likes to smite. Tommy Gray. Hi, I'm Tommy Gray. I play Shane. Harry this, you film casual. And Tommy Stenros. Hey guys, it's Kelmar. The shaper of fluid, water genasi druid. Let's do a little quick recap to get you guys remembering where the heck we are. Alright, so last time, uh, you guys headed to Supper at the Carnath Roadhouse to find out a little more information about what's going on at the Roadhouse. Edson and Kelmar, after the after the dinner and finding a little more information, you guys headed out to the Mirror of the Dead. Found it to be a dark, cold, foggy mirror. Both of you getting very bad vibes from the mirror, you stopped traversing deeper into the into the mirror and headed back to the Roadhouse. Uh, after researching a bit of information, Shane and Brock had heard about loud noises coming from the storage room below the uh, below the dining hall. Uh, you guys decided to take a look and found a hidden passage in the lock room under a large grate. You guys locked it up and decided we need to find the blue boys. And you guys were just about to head out, and that's where we are now. Okay, we need to find the. Uh, so we're are we still in the room or do we are we outside the room? You guys were, like, just about to exit when we finished last okay. time. Um, we need to find the guys, we need to find Gemna, and we need to have uh, a, a chat. Because uh, uh, this this seems yeah. very familiar. Like, this seems exactly what they were doing at the quarry outside of Greenness. Yeah. Um, so, do uh, let's we, get out of Do we want to just walk out of here? We need to be careful. Maybe check check the door, see if we can hear any any noise outside. Uh, yeah, I'll listen to the door, 
see if I can he- listen at the door to see if I can hear anyone walking around out there. Uh, sure, give me a perception check. Um, I committed the sin of not having my character sheet open. Sorry. You said perception? Yes. Dirty 20. Uh, you listen at the store. You don't really hear too much. Uh, you can kind of, you can just faintly hear conversation in the distance, but you would probably imagine it's probably from either the rooms or up on the balcony. Um, we need to go through this door, right, Brock? Get out of here. No other um, exits. Yeah. Let's go. I will slowly push the door open unless it starts to creak, and then I'll kind of open it quickly enough, quickly, far enough, so that both of us can get through it. Uh, yeah, as you open up the door, uh, you don't see anyone in the initial courtyard. Uh, you see people walking on the upper stairway, uh, walkway uh, on the second floor, uh, but no one paying attention to you guys. No one seems to notice you guys. Go, go, go. Okay. All right, then we'll go, go, go. Was this door locked? Uh, so you lock the lock room. The door that you guys just exited out of is just a latch. Okay. Just making oh. sure relocking the doors behind me. Okay. Um, and then um, let's go into the storage room like where they hold all like the food or something. Uh, no, that's like, the room you guys just left. So you guys already okay, left the lock room. Um, basically, and locked that door behind you. We did that last session. And then you guys are leaving now the storeroom. And the storeroom is where all the food and different stuff like that is. So now we're in like a, a courtroom or a courtyard-esque thing, right? Where there's Correct. a couple yes. balconies. And then we need to go out around and up some stairs to get out of here. Correct. Yeah, yep. it's pretty much like when you guys walk out the door, you can see the stairwell to like your left hand side. Let's and then I liked your idea of go, go, go. Yeah. Okay. Um, we saw Kelmar run. and Etzin walking. Um, not so they're not in the room. Do we want to go find Gemna right now while they're? Maybe they'll come back. Where are we supposed to go find her? I think she was following the elf, the flashy elf from uh, dinner. Where's the flashy elf? Uh, Mark, I'm gonna go up to the uh, that balcony where um, where I left her, and see if she's still there. Sure. Um, so as you are heading up the stairwell, you see two uh, two humans pass by you as they uh, go to the right hand side past the uh, past the stairs. Uh, so like basically, you're at the top of the stairs, and they kind of go and continue on the walkway. Your guys' room is to the left after you get up the stairwell. Uh, to the left, uh, to the left of you is where you left Jamna. Uh, she is not there. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, maybe we hang out here until we, we see, uh, Etzin and Kalmar and, uh, maybe Gemna will, will come back here. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, we are now going to switch over to Kelmar and Etzin, uh, to kind of fill you in Kelmar, cause I know you had to leave a little early last time. Uh, you actually went with Etzin to go kind of examine the mirror of the dead. Um, you guys found it to be very dark, um, unsettling feeling uh kelmar your druid powers like when you were feeling the water you felt just a lot of corruption and like just something that wasn't natural about the mirror what was this site called what mirror we... mirror of the dead mirror of the dead okay and my uh, divine sense was pinging like crazy everywhere yeah so with the bad vibes you guys decided that uh you shouldn't transverse too deep into it by yourselves uh, so you guys started heading back. So I like to say you guys are just about to uh, approach the roadhouse. Yep. Cool. Um, are Brock and uh, Shane sitting on the balcony up there? 
Yeah, so when you guys enter in, uh, you basically enter in through the uh, giant gate. Uh, you guys see boxes, of course, in, straight ahead of you guys, and then to your right-hand side, you can see the stairwell, and right up on the second floor, you see Shane. I'm going to give him a big old wave. I'll, you know, I'll motion with my hand, like, come here. That's it. We got to go up there. All right. Uh, follow. Oh, hey, hey guys. So you guys uh, head, up, head upstairs. You guys get to the level of them. Uh, you guys, uh, Shane and Brock, you guys both see that their boots are dirtied, uh, quite muddy. Where have you guys been? Mirror of the Dead. Oh, Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually went? Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> it was not interesting. Don't listen to him. It was scary. Never mind. Don't ever go I there. I don't want to. We found what we think may be, um, as silly as it sounds, a secret lair. Um, oh. And uh, we're ready to check it out whenever you guys are. All right, Brock. Edson, you remember the 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 mine outside Greenness? How they were digging deeper to give a warm place to hatch dragon eggs? Is it another one of those? It could very well be. We hear we can hear pickaxe scrapings and and. Like they're digging deeper to get get it away from the cold. What if it's just a miner, like a bunch of miners? But it was the underneath a hidden passageway. It wasn't just a stairway down. It was a it was a false box. It's behind. So what you're saying is it's illegal miners. I see. Well, <laughs> so it's behind. There's a a person guarding it, not directly, but he's. Um, acting like a foreman of sorts. Then it's behind a locked door, and then it's behind a secret entrance. So clearly it's not, they don't want it to be found by the wrong people. And just a legal mining operation seems a little complex, right? It, it was Boglug, the, the the orc with the, the dragon scabbard. He's the one who was in the room when we tried to go in. Luckily, we had an excuse and a reason why we were there, so he didn't try to kill us. But he it's definitely, it's its all connected. Here's the question, guys, and I think it's one of two answers. We go down there now, or we wait till the caravan leaves and we come, and we come back. I think we should go down there now so we can prevent whatever's trying to be started and so what would what would we gain by letting the caravan leave and coming back he's thinking that it would be empty and easier to explore less guards well yeah there's going to be less people and with less people means we have a greater chance of you know not dying but well, there's also yeah. a, there's also the yeah. chance that they'll have accomplished their task by the time we leave uh, we're leaving like two days or tomorrow. Uh, just about two days. So you'll have basically uh, the next day, full day to rest, and then following morning you guys would leave. Let's explore it now. While we're here, we're all healthy, and we have all day tomorrow to relax if we need to. Are we just going to to look, or are we? It depends on what we find. What? Mm. Well, if we find the cult there, we need to destroy them. 
if it's within our power, of course. We don't want to destroy ourselves getting too cocky. Um, Mark, I'm going to pull out the Silver Raven, and I'm going to send a, a message to Gemna uh, saying meet meet at the balcony. And I'm going to say it in like a whisper, so when the bird repeats it out loud, it's not very loud, you know? <laughs> the bird arrives, meet at the balcony! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to avoid that. Be <laughs> yeah, the balcony. This was Brock Timbers. It's about the cult of the dragon. Remember? Remember me? I'm the the guys who want to take down the cult that's with our caravan. Uh, precisely. Uh, all right. So you uh, you do the you say the magic phrase. You I uh, give it a message. Uh, you see the bird fly up. And then fly right back down to the first floor and go underneath underneath the walkway you guys are at. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna fly inside a fucking room. Good, I'm gonna blow her cover. I'm afraid every time I use it. Um I'm I have one spell slot down. Um so I'm It's not bad. I'm good. I, I can I can hang. I mean what if we what if we just scope it out first? Like we don't all need to go down there, you know? I'd rather it be all of us actually. <laughs> we had a chance to get down, down there earlier. We we decided not to go down there, just the two of us, to wait for you two. Hmm. Well, I mean, I've been trying to change in diff- a lot of different animals and and, and I, I saw a lizard the other day. And if I think really hard, I could turn into the lizard, and then I can like slither down there and look. Is that yeah. how wild shaping works? You just think really hard. Yeah. I, well, I have to see it, and then I just gotta, I gotta just like try and be the animal. It's kind of weird. Like I think about how it moves and stuff like that, but like I just gotta concentrate really hard, and and then I can be that. I can do what it does. I can't fly yet, though, which kind of sucks, but... Hey there, buddy. But yeah, you can go down there as a lizard. That's fine. Um, also, on that on that note of not flying yet, if things were to go really bad with this, um, and we need to get out of here, um, Zonder and uh, Xandor can probably carry all of us, right? And I can carry one of you guys. No, I no. can no, just, I just How far can you fly so, with your wings, Ryan? Uh, at the moment, I can fly, I believe it was 50 feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't, last, it doesn't last like a minute, so essentially you do 50 feet per round, so 10 rounds, so you basically can travel about 500 feet. Yeah, we get some distance. <laughs> No, they're they're not that strong. They can carry like one each, but not not all of us. Yeah, I would say that like Xander and Zonder would just have they would definitely only be able to carry Edson by himself, no extra weight. Right, because Edson's heavy. But like, what if it was like Shane on his back and me in the claws? I think that would be fine. I would permit that. Because I'm 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 a little I'm a little guy. And then, like, Kelmar turns into a mouse. And then it's plenty of... Then it's, like, distributed weight between the two yeah. legs. Yeah, okay. So that that needs to be our, like, emergency evac is Zonder and Xander out. 
and we fly away, right? Yeah, or I can uh, I can summon like some other big creatures, like some bears, and they can just you know stay there and fight the guys while we make an escape. That's always an option, because they're just gonna go away in an hour. Um, they're just kind of magical creatures, so yeah. I like to think that they don't really feel the pain; they're just there. I'm, I'm um, just otherwise it makes me really sad. Yeah, Brock. Just I have this me- uh, this mental image of the whole this whole like complex up up an alarm about some people fucking with business and we just need to like get out of there get fast. out yeah that's true yeah we got we got a couple options um but not 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 too many because i'm still just trying to learn all this stuff so all our plans are really on your shoulders buddy <laughs> <laughs> um it's either the lizards and then or i guess our evac plan is uh, bears or birds but um so as far as exploring the the cave um i like the lizard idea but i don't like sending you in alone what do you guys think we should do going forward Brock, well, you can still turn invisible right um i can and in fact what i'm thinking is i make you invisible etson and uh, uh and then uh Kelmar can turn into a lizard, nice and little and small. And then me and Shane are uh, are, are pretty stealthy ourselves. Actually, instead of you turning me invisible, I know it might be taking another uh, spell from uh, Kelmar, but you still have that uh, shadow walking spell, right? A shadow walking spell? Yeah, that's like a... Uh, Path that pass without something. Oh yes, yes, yes! To make us all really, really quiet. God, Dress yes, I forgot about that. We had, we had that. Pass as, without trace. That's what we're gonna do, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> duh. Why didn't I think of that? I just, I really like turning into things. It's cool. <laughs> well, oh, so you have passed without trace, and we're just gonna pass without trace. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna turn all of our feet into feathers, and we'll just sneak around. It'll be okay. Yeah, like my my idea with that is that one helped me a lot. You've turned me invisible once before, but I still carry maracas. You forget. It's true. Um, so maybe we do both. Sure, if you want to try that. Like, I'm not opposed to not being seen. Okay. Um, we should go now. Right, I gotta wait. We ask we gotta wait for Gemna to come back uh, if we're gonna bring her with us, or maybe she can be a lookout for us, huh? Yeah. Uh, we can... So we're all gonna go. <laughs> I think so. Well, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Um, and as you're saying that, Dave, you uh, see on the stair uh, stairwell walking up with your silver raven in hand. Jamna with this, uh, with her hand over its mouth, walking up, with a uh, little, uh, a little bit of an upset, uh, upset uh, expression on her, as she walks up. He's like, "Is this yours?" Um, yeah. Brock is that uh, emoji, you know, the one where the eyes are just uh, circles and it's just like the big all teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I thought I put it on mute. 
<laughs> it's still a bird coming at me, directly at me. Oh, um, oh, here's oh, that back, oh, and yeah. she hands it to you. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, she's like, what do you need? <laughs> I think we found um, under under the building cave system that they're that they're working on. We found a secret passage. Secret? Where at? In the storage room. Secret. Behind a locked door. Underneath a false crate. Underneath. That's definitely a secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you find anything inside? Or is it just the passage? We we found the passage and we decided to reconvene to possibly take it with more numbers. Hmm. Well, it is pretty late. If we want to wait a few hours, most people will be asleep and probably the best opportunity for us to go in. We need as much time as possible. You know, it is... It'd be advisable to wait until it's a little later. At the same time, we need we, we don't want to waste uh, run out of time down there. We don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> well, I know it's not always ideal, but we could uh, seal the passage to us so we can kind of extend our time. But won't people know if if they try and come in and and open it? Possibly. Seems like mostly just the workers and uh, the orc go into that store. Yeah, that's what they want us to think, right? The orc. All right, and is then the uh, she kind of like sighs for a second. Well, guess me checking out that uh, that half elf is not part of my to do list anymore. Um, I still think we should do it tonight. Uh, haste seems to be the best. These uh, cult don't like to wait around. Well, then why don't we do it right now? Would you want to be like a lookout for us going down? So if someone's coming, you come and get us so we don't get ambushed from behind? I could do that. Uh, that would also allow me to keep an eye on uh, the elf. Absolutely. Sounds good. Um, I'm probably going to go over to where uh, the dining hall is. I'm just going to sit up on the top of those stairs. I'll get a good view of uh, all the rooms just in case any of the rooms open up. Okay. We're going in. Brock says with a coy, like a yeah. like the uh, smile so she, smirk. And she uh, just turns uh, turns her head to the stairwell, uh, goes down uh, goes down the stairs, and starts walking over towards the dining hall stairwell. You guys ready? Um, Shane will take so. his rifle off his back and he'll untie it and take the thing out put the bag away ready ready um, should I uh, should so, we cast all these spells at the door or beforehand um, probably at the door real quick uh, Mark did Boglug take mm-hmm. my rapier I uh, so I kind of didn't. I kind of didn't hatch over this. When you guys got into the lock room, your stuff was in there. Okay. So basically, to your understanding, is Bogolog grabbed everything, 
went to the storage room, went into the locker room, put everything in there, locked it, came back out. Okay, so if we go in there, you know, unlock it. So visually, take so it. Visually, last time you guys, yeah, visually, last time you guys were in the locker room, you you saw them there. Okay, so if we go down the secret passage with our stuff, use it, come back up, and all the subterfuge goes according to plan. We put our stuff back there, get out of the room and lock it, and we've cleaned. You know, our our traces are there. Okay, makes sense to me. In theory. Let's do this. Okay, so you guys are going to be heading towards the storeroom, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. towards the the hidden door in the floor. Yeah, so you guys are walking down the stairs. Uh, are you guys walking together, separately? Mm. Separately. I mean, we'd probably be all walking together. Or separately. So separately, uh, how are the groups going? And who's going first? Um, I have no idea where I'm going, so I... I'll go first. Yeah, I'll come uh, following behind. Sounds good. So, uh, Brock, when you first are walking down the stairs, uh, you notice there's no one on the balconies. There's no one in the courtyard. Seems pretty quiet. It's pretty late at night. Uh, the only light that's really coming from anywhere is just the few lanterns that are lit along the start uh, along the uh, walkways. Okay, I want to make my way to the to the storeroom door, and um, I want to get uh, get up to it and, and make sure no one's gone in there since we've left. So do, I want to check the door, see if I hear anything on the inside. Sure, give me a perception check. Um. 15 plus 5. Dirty 20. Uh, you go over to the door. Um, you kind of check it out. You listen a little bit. You don't hear any voices on the inside. Uh, you look around back into the courtyard. Uh, it doesn't seem like anything's been disturbed. Um, I'm going to get to um, crack, crack the door and take a peek inside. Sure. I'll use the uh, same perception check from that time. Uh, you peek inside. Uh, you don't see anything but boxes and tools all stacked up. I open it and gesture at some inside. Well, okay. heading in, I'd like to uh, use Enhance Ability for Cat's Grace. Sure thing. Uh, so yeah, you head down the stairs. Uh, Are you guys the not going to wait uh, for me really... to do pass, uh, pass without trace? You guys just head in down? Yeah. Oh, it's just a, like, basically a preventative from the get-go for me. Yeah, so you're heading uh, You're heading down. Uh, you start walking down the stairwell, kind of similar situation. No one on the upper balcony, no one in the courtyard. Uh, and you kind of see uh, Brock gesture to let you know to come towards the door. I would imagine you go there. <laughs> yeah, uh, you head o- you head over there and you uh, approach the door where Brock is. Brock, are you kind of just like holding the door open? Are you going inside and then closing it behind you, or what's going on? I'm I'm standing there with like it, like cracked and waiting for them to when they get up, not to have them have to deal with the door. I'm just gonna open it real quick and they're gonna come in and like close like close the door again. 
So it's not just a wide open door if someone does walk out before they get to it. Gotcha. The way, yeah, the way I'm kind of visualing it is basically like you're actually like having the door slightly open so it doesn't have that latch. That latch is not even touching. It's not engaging. Uh, so that you can just basically pull open, close it. Pull open, close it. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then after Edson. I'll go next. Yep. Gilmar, you are walking. Uh, you're walking down. Uh, same situation. No one really around. Uh, seems pretty quiet, and you see Edson walking to a doorway that Brock opens up for him. What a gentleman. And uh, you walk over to the door. Shane Lunas? Yep. And then Shane, you, uh, you go out, um, and with your passive perception, you can hear a little bit of conversation uh, going on inside the bedrooms, but it's all just seems like small talk. Uh, can't quite tell what they're actually saying. All just small conversation. And you uh, head over to the doorway, and Brock opens it up for you. So you guys are now in the storeroom. Uh, the storeroom is for Shane, uh, for Edson and Kelvar. You guys haven't been in here. Uh, it's full of boxes, a uh, variety of tools, uh, wood material, some food, a uh, mixture of things that can't be left outside. Um, you guys have the ground is like basically stone and wood uh, to kind of like lift itself up from the muddy track, muddy fields that is the courtyard. Uh, in the room to your left-hand side, along the wall, there is a doorway that's also there as well. Brock walks over to the door immediately because he knows the drill. And pull out his picks, shake out his arms a little bit. And you're like, all right, let's do this. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Everybody put your hand in. And then I put my hand out. Put, put, put your hand on top of my hand. Uh, okay. Okay. Same, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then I'll put my hand on top and I say, and I'm going to think really hard and I think, everybody think about your feet being feathers. Just think about it. How long does this last? How long does this last? Like an hour or something. Okay, I think they'll be fine. We're not going to be in here longer than an hour, are we? Uh... Without doing something, at least. That's true. If they find us, it's going to be within an hour. Yeah. Uh, hopefully um, not. And as Kelmar like, kind of puts his I hand on top of you guys... I three more times if we really need to. Exactly. Okay. Desperation. Uh, but as Kelmar puts his hand on top of you guys, you see his hair kind of like start to light up in a light blue tone. Uh, you see the feathers actually on his uh, hide that he wears start to like glow a little bit. And all of a sudden, like your guys' feet start to like have leaves and like feathers grow uh, grow on the bottom of your shoes. Uh, Edson, you can actually see feathers starting to go in between your your armor, basically, and cushion everything so it doesn't clickety clinkety. I'd like to shake at it a little bit, like nice. Uh, Edson, you have like a very like peacock kind of look to you, like oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> Reminds me of a feathered boa I once wore for a. Uh... Um, a musical number I did back in the day. <laughs> Alright, that's why the trace is activated. I want to pick the lock. Give me a sleight of hand with proficiency. Okay. It's going to be a 10. Roll bad. Oh, well, I was going to say, that uh, was the total? Yeah. Jeez. Well, luckily, oh, luckily, God. Dave, it took you—it took, it took you a little bit of time. Uh, 
kind of similar like it was before, just giving you a little bit of more hassle than it probably should. It's it's a little cold. Your hands are just stiff. Um, you just haven't been near fire to try to warm your hands up, so hands are a little a little hard to hold onto those picks. Uh, but you do pick it and unlock it. Okay, I open the door. Uh, gesture in like a butler. I walk in quieter than I ever have in my entire life. <laughs> yep, so you guys walk in. Uh, this is a little bit of a, it's about probably about half the size or maybe even smaller than the room you guys were just in. Um, there's a few crates and barrels uh, in this area. It uh, looks like there's a little bit of uh, like goods. It uh, looks like there's like backpacks uh, and like, um, you know, uh, some bedrolls looks like some of the travelers that were here they put their valuables in this locked room uh, you guys can also see uh, there is a table with a variety of weapons on it uh, most of them being standard quality uh, but of course Brock identifies that a couple of his weapons are on there as well as I believe Shane's hand crossbows on there as well um, I collect uh, my weapons um, I look to Shane and I say uh, maybe maybe hand crossbow will uh, to start and then when things get a little louder, then you can upgrade. Sounds good. Um, I'll, uh, do I see an possible. axe or a sword around? Uh, you do see, like, uh, I forget what they are. Not, is it battle axe? The one that's handed. The one handed. Uh, yeah, that's just a regular hand axe. Yeah, hand axe. Uh, yeah, oh, it's right. It's great axe and then battle axe. I think battle axe is the one hander. Or uh, one that can be Battle Axe is uh, the yeah, versatile one, one. Yeah, it's and you do see one of those. Uh, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem familiar. It looks like probably someone else's. Okay, but no, nothing else around that uh, looks like any of my gear. Oh yeah, your gear. Uh, your gear you grabbed when you left the bar. Oh right, I like. This. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Shane and Brock basically were doing, uh, you know. Uh, vermin ex extermination. Uh, that's why Bogluck took the weapons that were on the table. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Never mind. Um, uh, then I walk over to the the fake box, and I say, uh, Edson, I'm, I imagine this will be a lot easier for you than it was for me and Shane. Come here, buddy. <laughs> I walk on over. Okay. Uh, Brock, what side are you directing... Uh, Edson to either I'm, do something. To. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in the position that I would use to try to lift it. And I'm like, see, just like this, Edson, do this. And I'm going to move out of the way and let him in into that spot. Yeah, so it's like kind of like a, a crate in a corner, uh, Edson. And you kind of like look at it. And as you get in, you basically have to like get in between the wall and the actual uh, box. And it's a pretty tight, it's a pretty tight spacing, especially with how big you are as well as just your armor. Um, and mm -hmm. you put your hands on the corners of the box, and you push it, and it's like pushing a door open. And it lifts right up, and it pulls up the floorboards with it, and you see that there's a passageway, a stairwell that goes down. Oh, that was pretty easy. Told you. Secret passage. Um, Mark, before we go in, I want to go back over to the door and relock it, so that this door is still locked from the outside. Yep. Go ahead and give me a lock begging check. Okay, uh... 22. Uh, you kind of like stick, uh, stick your uh, picks in. You uh, kind of hit hit the uh, pins that are inside the lock, and you just go, Ch -ch -ch -ch. and you turn it, and you hear a, hear a locking mechanic go off. Okay. Um, make, we have to uh, make sure we put this back 
standing straight up. Uh, so this room looks completely untouched except for me and Shane's weapons being taken. But, yeah. Hopefully they won't notice that. Okay, so you guys are going down the passage? Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the What's the order? It's uh, pretty narrow. I'll go first. Mark, before we go, can I look on the uh, the uh-huh. floor for like muddy footprints to see if we made any? Um, you and Edson did leave a couple footprints. Uh, so yeah, there is a little bit of like mud from the courtyard as well as just the buildup that was on your guys' shoes from when you guys were in the mirror. I'm going to use my canteen to wash the footprints off of the floors. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, you take a little bit of time and just kind of clean uh, clean up the floor, uh, floorboards as well as the stone and just kind of smooth out the dirt um, and uh, clean off the floors. Brock nods in approval. Smart. You know what? I'm going to give you inspiration for that because... I, I was like, man, that's actually a really good idea. Fuck. I'm very inspired not to die today. <laughs> um, and then I'll look around. Um, I'll look at Brock. Are, are we supposed to have our our, uh, our friend here for a lookout, uh, Gemna? She's watching um, outside. Oh, oh, okay, got it. How, how is she going to let us know if someone's here? I'm sure she'll think of something. Brock shrugs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, my face gets slightly worried, <laughs> and I'll go inside the door. Um, I will go in after. Um, I think we should go um, Etson, Brock, Kelmar, Shane. Okay, uh, so Edson, since you're the first one down, uh, you're going down the uh, stairwell, which is made of wood. Um, as you're going into it, uh, the passageway kind of opens up a little bit. Uh, the ground is just dirt. Um, it's not like a paved road or anything like that. Uh, and as you walk in, the uh, passageway is very dark. Uh, no light source of any kind, so even your dark vision, it's it's pretty tough to generally see. Uh, Kelmar, you're pretty much walking blind as you're walking down these stairs. Oh, no, it's okay. I got my hand on... on... Uh, Brock, who's right in front of me, his shoulder. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so as you guys enter into this kind of passageway, the passageway looks like it kind of goes down. Um, for orientation-wise, it looks like it kind of heads, like, northwest. Um, it basically is not going to, like, the road direction. It's, like, heading... Actually, let's go ahead and do an intellect check for Kelmar and um, that's it. All right. Okay. Yeah, just roll plus intellect. Plus my... Uh, um, I rolled a three, a natural one. I rolled a 12. Okay, cool. Uh, with a 12, Etzen, you uh, have a general orientation that this passage, this passageway seems to be heading, heading towards the direction of Mirror the Death. I knew I was heading the right way. I am lost as fuck because I cannot see. Kelmar doesn't even think about it. Nope. <laughs> I, I'd like to look to Kelmar. It's like, hey, remember all those that bad vibes and feelings you had in the mirror? Uh, yeah. I think we found the source. The source? No, no, no. 
Yeah, let's go deeper. <laughs> like, Paladin's sense is tingling. Just so happy about this. I get Brock, to... Brock's having to pull me now down the, the, <laughs> the corner. Come now, Kelmar, come on. Yeah, Brock and Shane. <laughs> yep. Uh, Shane, are you closing the crate behind you guys? Yes. Okay, he goes up behind you. Um, as it closes, uh, it does remove all light, basically, from the actual tunnel. So it is actually, even with your guys' dark vision, it's pretty tough to see in this actual area. And Kelmar, you're pretty much walking blind and holding onto a, uh, a small person. My guide gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional support guide gnome. <laughs> as much as our vision can't see in here, like, we can still see enough, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I was actually double checking because I, I, for some reason, I thought that like if there's no dim light, basically you can't see it all. But no, it's basically in your darkness. It seems like it's dim light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't just dis- can't discern colors, um, and you only see it in grays. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, you guys can you guys can generally see. Uh, obviously, with the uh, lack of light, though, the distance that you can see is not very far. Um, you guys continue down the pathway. Uh, the pathway looks like it probably was man-made, uh, but there is not like structural beams or like any kind of stone kind of supporting the walls. Uh, and this passageway goes down. Um, you guys probably walk for a good five ten minutes. We continue down. Yep. 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 Another ten fifteen minutes pass by, and you continue down this passageway. It kind of winds a little bit, like a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. Um, and you guys are continuing to walk. Holy shit. Yeah. Didn't think it was going to be so deep. Um, so as you guys are walking the next 10-15 minutes, uh, you guys start to notice that the uh, ground is starting to get a little softer. Uh, it seems as though it seems as though like there's a little bit of like water on the uh, surface of what you guys are walking on. Do your best to step into a previous step. Try not to leave as many uh, footprints as... Is there a lot of foot... Yeah, I guess we can't really see colors, but we can see, like, if we look down at the ground, is this, like, a well-traveled path, or is it just muck? Uh, David, give me a survival check. Eight. <laughs> uh, you don't seem to really notice much, but it definitely seems like there are footprints on, uh, on the ground. Uh, it... You're not sure if it's heavily traveled, but you can see footprints that were definitely not the ones that you guys made. Right. Okay. Yep. You guys continue down the path. Um, the ground just gets muddier and muddier as you guys are going. Another 15, 20 minutes pass by, um, and you guys are starting to see light uh, near the end of the Wait, corner. is that the third 15, 20 minutes? Correct. So, yeah, we're at 40 minutes right now. Spells are like getting close to ending. Yeah, I know. That's what I was afraid afraid of doing it too early, but we weren't sure what was underneath. Yeah, I feel like it was a good spot to do it though because we could have been spotted immediately. Yeah. So. Okay, keep going. Alrighty. Uh, as you guys walk up, you guys can see that there's a little bit of light peering through. It almost looks like there is like an opening way of the pass of the passage you guys are walking through. As you guys are walking, um, everyone, give me a uh, perception check. Nice. There, 
there's my nat one. Sixteen. Twenty-two. Seventeen. Twenty-two. So, uh, minus Edson, because Edson is distracted by the fact that Baraka's aren't shaking, and he, like, shakes his body every single, every couple minutes, like, this is cool. <laughs> I like this a lot. <laughs> Um, the rest of you guys are kind of paying attention, and you guys hear, uh, like, bestial voices in the distance, growling and, like, murmuring in the distance. You can't quite distinguish what it is yet, uh, but you can hear hear something in the distance. Hey, Edson, Edson. Yeah? Stop, stop playing with your fucking feathers. Do you hear that? No. I hear... Beat? Like, voices, but they're not quite voices... Everyone be on the guard. I, I suggest we, we we stealth. We we start moving slowly and forward. Do you want to put the invisibility on me? Uh, we're at we're at the end of your your stuff, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I'll reach out and I'll um I'll uh, cast uh, invisibility on you. Um. So you see, uh, Brock. Uh, pull out his loot real quick and uh, kind of just it doesn't actually like string any of the notes but he runs his hands right across the uh, the strings and you can see this almost like ethereal energy kind of pull from the ground and all of a sudden as the ethereal energy kind of touches uh, touches Edson you just see him vanish with my invisibility I start playing with my armor again no one can see yes Edson is the only one that knows <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Mark. I want to do the the most disadvantaged insight check possible to 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 say stop it, Edson, because Brock knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, no, you you're you're his best friend. And you know that he's still doing it. <laughs> Edson, I just go. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm uh, since I'm in between Kelmar and. Uh, Edson, I'm gonna put my hand on the back of uh, Edson's like armor, like, and then hold hold on to like the belt type area. So I'm holding on to Edson, so I know where he where he the invisible guy is, and then Kelmar's holding on to my shoulder. Uh, but you guys uh, approach uh, approach this area. Uh, everyone, give me stealth checks. All right. All right. So we still have pass around with Trace. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. But I expect twenties from everybody. Oh yeah. Oh, well um, over. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a natural 11. That'll be a 25 for me. 24? 27. 29. No, third. Oh, I was going to say, is there anyone hitting 30s? No, nah, I got a 14 no, almost. plus my 5 stealth with 19 plus 10. 29. Nice. Okay. Uh, so as you guys are approaching this area, it looks like there's like branches and like uh, tree vines and stuff that are kind of covering up the opening. Um, I like to say that Edson is actually in the lead, and you guys see an invisible—you don't know what it, you don't know what it is—but you see branches move out of the way, and as you guys peer through in the distance, uh, you guys can see that uh, it's—it still is nighttime, uh, but the fog is pretty thick, um, and you can still hear the voices in the distance. Oh, uh, we're back. Like we're on the surface. Up. It opens. It opens up out of the cavern. Sorry. Oh shit. Oh, into a cavern. Okay, not not into onto no, the no, 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 no. You guys are like leaving a cavern, basically. It looks like there's like branches and bushes kind of covering up the opening you guys are at. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. What do we What do we see out there? 
Uh, Edson and Kelmar, you guys are kind of semi-familiar with this. Uh, it looks like it looks like very similar to the mirror, where the uh, ground is very soft. Uh, there's not a lot of tall plants. There are some bushes and trees, but nothing uh, like taller than a human size, uh, kind of growing out of the ground. And the ground is very moist, and it has this very thick, unnatural fog. I'd like to use Divine Sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, currently next to you, you do not sense anything uh, that would Divine Sense would sensor. Within or 60 feet? Hang on. Yeah, within 60 feet, you do not sense anything. Damn. It's like, looks like it's still clear of uh, Undead and all them. This is not what I expected to find. Um, let's I don't like this. Let's let's move forward and and get to, uh, find those find the source of the voices. Yep. I'm um, gonna use your as a stealth check. Still, um, I'm gonna kind of like maintain half out of trace for a little while as you guys are like tinning down into the uh, area. Uh, you can see that there like looks like there's a visible like almost like path on the ground. Um, you guys can see that like basically a lot of footprints and like people have been passing through this particular spot and it like looks like a road. It's kind of like when you like go to like uh, public parks and people make their own path because you walk on the plant so much that it just kind of creates its own path. Yeah. That's what you guys can kind of see uh, as you guys are walking out. To the edges of them, you can see that there's more of like a more of a natural look where like plants are growing up, dirt is there, uh, but you guys uh, continue to walk forward. Um, and you guys can still kind of hear the voices in the distance. Um, you guys are in a pretty thick fog, but you guys can see a pretty good, like, maybe 30, 40 feet ahead of you. Uh, uh, Kelmar and Edson, you can tell that this fog wasn't, this fog is a little bit lighter than it was when you guys were out here. Which way do you guys think we should go? Just follow, follow this, uh, this trail. Oh, okay. Yeah, so as you guys continue down the trail, uh, the voices are getting a little bit louder. Um, you guys can start to hear a little bit more clearly. Um, give me one moment. Check something real quick. Uh, what languages does everyone speak? Uh, speak Celestial, Common, and Draconic. I speak Common, Druidic, and Primordial. Draconic, Dwarvish, and Celestial. Common, Gnomish, Elvish, and Dwarvish. Uh, Shane and Edson, uh, you guys can identify this language as being Draconic. Nice. Nice. Uh, still in, uh, still in, dis oh my god. You, you can't tell, you can't tell exactly what they're saying, uh, but it seems like there's conversation, and you guys can't see anything yet. Um, as you guys are getting deeper into the gear, uh, you guys are starting to see more trees, uh, but these trees don't have any leaves on them. Um, there are very, like, basically just stalks of wood basically sticking out of the ground. Um, and there's a little bit more bush, a little bit more greenery as you guys are going through. I say greenery, but it's more like dead greenery um, as um, you guys are walking through the mirror. Uh, but the voices are getting louder as you guys are approaching. Um, the trees without leaves, um, are they... Are they? Do they have branches still, or are the branches gone as well? Um, you can see a bit of the branches. Um, since Shane, you brought it up, I think give me an investigation check as you're passing by some of these trees. Not bad. Sixteen. Uh, with the sixteen, you actually can see that it looks like part of the tree. It it 
definitely doesn't look natural, but it looks like there's like a burn mark along the uh, edges of the trees as you guys are walking this path. So I'll relay that to the group. Hey guys, it looks like the trees have been burned here. Uh, so it's not like the entire tree is burned, it's just like one edge of it, or like a small like little section was burned. Um, like something okay. breathed fire from, from one side? Yeah, like there was directional fire on the tree. Well, we knew what we were going up against. We were bound we up. No idea what we were going up against. Well, well, we did. Yeah. <laughs> what? Maybe you didn't, Kalmar, but. Uh, do you remember Guys. in the sewers when that we walked into that room and that thing blew lightning at us from its mouth? It was a dragon, dragonborn. Yeah. So think well, of that. Uh, like, a, like a big, big one, you think? Hopefully not. I think we'll most definitely die if it is. Nah, yeah, he's joking. Know, not, he's I'm joking. Not looking to die today, so. he, he was, he's joking. Look over at uh, Edson. Just like the, the biggest, like, come on. Yeah. Like, seriously, bro. Uh, yeah, no, we, we could take it. And remember, I, I'm the I'm the sponge who takes all the damage for you guys. <laughs> In Edson's head, I'm going to die. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, if you're if if, if you want to tank the dragon, then I'll I'll be there with you to help support. Just as long as you're in front of me. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> I guess we'll keep so, going forward a little bit. So as you guys continue forward, um, you guys kind of like approach, uh, approach an area where it's a little bit more open. Um, and there's like, you know, tree there's trees and bushes. As you guys approach, you guys are starting to see figures in the distance. Um, they seem to be about human size, maybe a little bit shorter. It looks like they're kind of like slouching. Um, it looks like they're uh, uh, from a distance. Yeah, from the distance you guys are at right now, it seems it seems to be humanoid-esque. It has definitely standing on two on two feet. Uh, it seems like they're walking down the path, but you can still hear the conversation, uh, the conversation, but not like clearly. Uh, but you guys can still tell it's draconic. Coming towards us are or going the other way? Walking away from no, us? No, no, no. Walking, yeah, yeah, walking away. Okay. As you guys are tracking them, you guys seem to be tracking them just a little fashion. They're walking. Okay, so we're kind of we're following them. Um. I can get up a little closer and see if I can understand what they're saying. Uh, yeah, same here. Kel Kelmar, how much longer on your feathers? It's like mm, probably, probably a couple more minutes. Okay. So uh, if you want to just hurry up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. And... I can also cast it again. It's okay. No, well, let's get this last little bit and then. Well, let's get this little bit of information, and then if we decide we want to cast it again, we can. All right, Shane, that's a good idea. So right, I'm gonna, gonna sneak up with him right. since I'm invisible, anyways. Yeah. Earl the yeah, twenty six. So, uh, Mr. Invisible Man, which Shane doesn't. Yeah, Shane, Shane doesn't. Uh, Shane doesn't know that Invisible Man is there until Edson says something. <laughs> Should I roll uh, stealth, anyways? Uh, yeah, you're still gonna roll stealth. Um, also, Shane, roll me a constitution saving throw to see if you're startled by Edson. Uh, 
Oh, okay, I see. I was like, what did the con sing throw? 11. So, yeah, you I probably saw that. Was, uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Shane, he's like, what the fuck? I also got a 28 on stealth, so I really snuck up on him. Yeah, uh, so Shane, you kind of like, you pull, you like, your pump is a little, like, triggers, but doesn't fire, you're like, oh, dude, don't, don't fucking do that. I'd like to go to his other ear and go, my bad. Well, now I know you're here. So let's go, before we run out of... Yeah, so you guys, uh, stealth up and kind of, like, move a little bit quicker. Uh, I like to think that, like, Kelmer and Brock are still, like, kind of keeping their pace, but you guys are, like, kind of moving up ahead. Yeah. Um, as you guys move up ahead, uh, you guys both speak, speak Draconic, so, uh, you guys can under, uh, understand you catching words as you guys are approaching, uh, but as you guys are approaching, you guys can see that they are lizard folk. Um, two of them are carrying large crates on their backs, uh, another one carrying, uh, look like a satchel on the side of them. Uh, they are adorned with a uh, almost like a red and yellow kind of uh, cloth and material around their waists, as well as they have these uh, almost like tribal beads, uh, basically, are across their neck. Uh, they have short swords on their on their hip. Um, one of them is carrying a shield. Um, and the conversation you're kind of hearing is, it sounds like it's mostly just uh, complaining, uh, just kind of tiresome work. Uh, you hear like a little bit of word, uh, words of uh, the dragon kneelers. Um, as you guys are approaching. Dragon kneelers. Dragon so what? We're, we're on the They said dragon kneelers. Dragon dealers, okay. No, I think kneel. No, kneel. Like your knees. Okay, dragon kneelers. Yeah, they, okay. Yeah. So, um, I think they're talking about the cult, for sure. So, they have crates on their back, so are these crates, like, uh, something a merchant would carry? So, they're tra are they traveling merchants? Uh, both of you guys give me, actually, a perception check. Okay. I'll oh be on today. Oh, with my mighty eye, 25. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Roll the 19. You know, I always wonder is like because your perception always rolls so high for Shane. If he ever lost an eye, he would be like a normal human. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Edson, you can't, you don't really necessarily see it, but Shane, you do see the red mark that you saw when uh, they were marking crates back at the roadhouse. Hmm. So the conversation we heard from them was like broken draconic and that we caught parts of it um so my thinking so i'm gonna whisper this very quietly to edson do you think that they're um do you think that they're um merchants that were trying to sell something to the cult or do you think that they're a part of the cult i'm thinking they're a part of the cult because they're complaining a lot I'm assuming, like, I doubt it. if it was a merchant trying to sell something, you wouldn't be hearing them complaining about the labor. Okay. Um, next question. Do we want to take... Uh, do we want to take their stuff? I honestly think we should. We need to see what's in there. Okay. Mark, how far ahead of us are they? Um, 
not anything more than 60 feet because of the fog um and it was definitely like i would say it's not 30 feet you guys are probably like in the 45 range okay so um we should go gather the rest of our party one of us will have to stall them somehow how do you think we should do that how about i'll stall them while you grab everybody okay i just think of do you want me to do stealthy or do you want me to just abruptly stop them well, I was thinking, like, you're invisible. Maybe you could just trip one. And then if, when he falls oh, down, like, what did I trip over? But you're invisible. Um, but yeah, you could also chat with them. Um, but you're, again, you're invisible. So if someone was going to do that, it should be me. I don't know, the um, invisible voice from the trees talking in Draconic is pretty... I'm not there. I'm not there. <laughs> no, no, um, that's a... <laughs> Thank you, Brock voice in my head. I'll you could try also, that. You could also pretend to be some sort of god or deity. Something like that. Uh, uh, both of you guys give me nature checks. Just, uh... Got a, uh, 15. I had a 6. Uh, Edson, you know just generally also like reading through the book of uh, that dra uh, the book of dragons that you were reading through from back of God knows how long ago you had that book. Um, you remember that lizard folk are very uh, devout in their like kind of like their religion and kind of like their belief in to understand that dragons are kind of like their gods. You also have a pretty good idea that they are very tribal. Um, they are not like civilized um, living in city kind of uh, creatures. And they are very much uh, like, oh, we do we do the things that we do to survive, keep our keep our clan together, and they kind of work together on it. So you have like a really good general sense that how how their kind of society works, um, just from your general studies of your book, as well as just your general knowledge of this book. Well, all right, I think I've got a plan. You go grab everyone else. I'm gonna go it. And go up there. All right, good luck. I'm going to go back for the others. Uh, so, Shane, uh, with your stealth check uh, from before, you uh, kind of like stealthily head back to the group. And uh, Brock and Kilmer, you're actually startled with how, how quickly uh, <laughs> Shane got to you guys and got so close to you guys without you guys noticing. Fucking fog. Hey, we got a couple of cultists up ahead. They looks like they've got a lot of supplies with them. Um, our Paladin Fred is keeping him busy. Let's go. Hurry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Follow, um, we're following you. Uh, so, yeah, Edson, you walk up to this group, get a little bit closer. Um, what are you doing? All right. Um, are there any trees nearby? There are. Uh, there are, like, you know, the similar trees that you've seen before. Uh, right now in your area, you don't see, like, the bird marks that, like, Shane mentioned from before um, as you're, like, passing through the bushes and stuff. All right. Well, I'd like to say in draconic uh hiding by the trees you know that uh this path leads to death and then i'd like to quickly shift to the other side to another tree if there is one on on the other side of them and go like turn back now you fools okay uh you're gonna give me a stealth check first and then you're gonna give me a performance check all right <laughs> stealth is a nat 20. <laughs> So you move, so you, you move, you move like shadows. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see, you said performance check. Uh -huh. All right. 
that'll be... That'll be a 17. Okay. Um, that's when you do, like, a very, like, deep, like, guttural-sounding voice, like, something that, like, almost, like, rattles to the bone uh, as you say this, and you see the lizard folk, like, pause and, like, look around. Uh, you, see two, you see two of them kind of, like, put their uh, nose up into the air and go... And uh, one of them looks like he's kind of freaking out. Uh, it's the one with the backpack and the shield on his back. Uh, pulls out the shield, pulled out his sword. Uh, the other two also pull out their swords. Um, and they look around, uh, and they speak in they speak in their uh, draconic. Um... Oh, what is that? Can I like? Can I roll intelligence to try and think of uh, what their usual, the name of their usual deity is? Yeah, sure. Let's do probably history. All right. Um, because you have the dragon book, though, I'll give you advantage on this one. Sweet. Thank you, advantage. Thank you, advantage. Let's see. Um, history. Okay, so that'll be a uh, solid 16. Uh, the only god that you remember is Samuya. Samuyani? Yeah, Samuyani. Um, but you also know that they are big worshippers of actual real dragons. Uh, they're very similar to, like, kobolds, in a sense, that they are, like, if there's a real dragon around, they, uh, are very much into strong belief that they are basically gods on Earth. Alright, well, uh, you said the other one was, uh, Sumali? Let's just say Sumali, because the word's hard enough to say, so. Okay. Uh, I'd like to, like, whisper in draconic, like, in a way... That kind of sounds kind of uh, eerie. Just going like, Sumali. Um, okay, hold on. Let me do some rolls real quick. All right. So two of them are like freaking out. One of them with the back, uh, the one with the backpack, and the other one with the crate on its back. Uh, the other one kind of like steals his nerves and kind of like tells them like, calm down, calm down. There's no way that no, there's no way that she would communicate with us uh, in, the, in the middle of our work. Uh, and then I'd like to change my voice to like a more feminine draconic, like I contact you for fear of your lives. Uh, at this point, I would say that uh, Shane has gotten back with everybody, and you guys were about to uh, move forward and kind of get closer to him. Oh, uh, Mark. Uh, but also, I was can say, I hear yeah, them? Can I hear the one that's speaking? The the uh, can I can hear the draconic? Uh, it's it's really it's kind of far away from you guys because you guys are a little bit farther back, kind of keeping your distance. Um, I would say that you can kind of hear conversation, but you're not sure exactly what the words are. Okay, so my range on the spell is 300 feet, but. With all so the then fog, yes, of whatever the spell is, then yes. But with all the fog, I want to be able to. I'm not gonna hit Edson with it. I'm. I obviously, I want. I want to be able to to siphon the one uh, lizard folk that is uh, speaking in draconic. I want to target him. Okay, so if that is the case, you go ahead and give me a d20 roll with disadvantage. Okay. It's you trying to like distinguish basically right. which one is talking, or or the one that panicked, the the, the panicked voice one. Let's do that one. The panic oh, panicked voice. voice one. Okay, so yeah, you can just roll normal then. Okay. Yeah, just roll a d twenty to see if you. 
and figure out what uh, just the, the dice bug. or intellect or what was it no just roll oh, just 15 a 15 15 yeah you you can uh, distinguish one of them that were panicking uh you're not sure which one but you grab one. you you can definitely kind of like pinpoint where he's at okay i'm gonna cast uh a third level spell uh called enemies abound um it's an action uh range is 300 feet um and it's it is verbal so i'm going to In Elvish, so none of you guys are going to uh, understand this, but um, I, Brock yells out, uh, Look out! Be careful! There's enemies abound. You never know who wants you in the ground. And I'm going to need that uh, lizard folk to give me an intellect saving throw. Uh, 12, which I don't believe that passes. No, that does not pass. So I reach into the mind of one creature you can see and force it... Uh, uh, on the failed save, the target loses the ability to distinguish friend from foe, regarding all creatures it can see as enemies until the spell ends. Each time the target takes damage, it can repeat its saving throw. Um, whenever the affected creature chooses another creature as a target, it must choose the target at random from among the creatures it can see within range of attack. If an enemy provokes an opportunity attack, the affected creature must make that attack. So pretty much, it starts swinging on the two guys next to it. Okay. Uh, all their blades are pulled. Um, someone give me a D four roll. A four. Okay. Uh, he. Uh, so the one that was affected, Dave, you got one that had the crate, and he's going to attack the one that has a backpack. Lot of cool. God dang it, why can't I roll this on you guys? God dang it. Okay, well, that hits. <laughs> he wasted like a uh, 17 or higher. Uh, yes, definitely a 17 or higher. New spells, new spells. Uh, okay, uh, you see one of them uh, kind of pull out his blade and like uh, slash across a lizard folk and uh, slash into him. Um, what, what's going on? What did you do? I, I turned uh, one of the uh, cultists on the other one. I hope. Um, we need we need to get up there. Like we need to get up. Oh, this is we're taking these people because uh, they said they have. Shane says they have the stuff from the warehouse. Oh, uh, all right, let's go. And um, then can, can, uh, you, like, can, can you see? Can your bear see at night? Can you see it as a bear? Uh, you can smell. I can smell really good. You have anything that's good at night? Mm. You can turn to an owl. It'll pass by. Or fly by. Whatever it is. No, I can't fly. Walk, walk I have by. to waddle my ass over there. <laughs> <laughs> I change like into a, a giant penguin. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so dang cute. Uh, okay, so you guys are approaching Etzin. You can kind of hear uh, as as one of them like attacks another one. Um, you can hear you can kind of hear them hear them say uh, one of them, the one that's attacking, is like, "This is for you, Somalia." To which I just go, "Well, I sure." <laughs> 
Um, and then the other two actually like kind of react, and uh, one of them slaps uh, slaps the other one in the face. Oh, that will hit with a hand. <laughs> For a little bit of damage and slaps him across the face. Okay, so he can repeat saving throw. Very... Uh, and you guys... If, if it did any damage. Yeah, repeat saving throw... Uh, 16, so that will break out of it. It will break it, it, will break it out. Okay. Uh, it kind of like it starts to relax. Uh, yeah, breaks out of it. But as that's happening, you guys are all approaching and... Everyone except Kelmar can see uh, the uh, lizard folk very confused on what the hell's going on. And then you can hear them in uh, Shane and uh, Edson, you can hear them in Draconic. Um, Why'd you hit me? Like, come on, man. Like, dude. Like, and like, he's like looking at the wound on his chest. You freaking attacked me with the sword. The other, okay, the third kobold who hasn't interacted, I'm going to cast enemies abound again on that one. Intellect saving throw, right? Intellect. He does not pass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so now he uh, will attack at random between the two of them. Uh, someone roll me a d4. Okay, I got it. That's a one. Yeah. Alright, so he attacks the other guy. Okay. <laughs> Dang it, that hits two. What the fuck? <laughs> Fucking lizard folk killing each other. At least my damage rolls are shit, so. I'm gonna ask Brock. Uh, uh, uh... Where are these guys that are fighting? Are they just like like straight? Like point 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 my arm to where they are. Um, Brock's mid like singing uh, singing this verse in Elvish, and he like feels feels up for his hand and like <laughs> tries his best to point in the direction I'm singing at. Yeah, so you, you see like the one that attacked the other one. They're like they're kind of arguing, and you see the other one like all of a sudden his head like tilts just a little bit. And all of a sudden, he like, looks at his sword and just stabs the guy, the guy in the back <laughs> with it. Oh my god. Um, and then the one like got stabbed is like, Oh, fucking hey! Or I mean fucking in, I guess, like, Draconic, which would be like, <laughs> <laughs> You talk to his mother with that mask? Um, and all of a sudden, the other two look, uh, look over him. The one that's still kind of like hazed and confused from before is still like that. And the other one that got attacked twice now looks over. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? And, he, and the one that's uh, mind controlled currently is going to attack again. That one misses, so he swings, and the other one's ready and like kind of dodges out of the way. And then like he like uses the flat side of his sword and kind of like slaps her across the face. And he also misses, of course. <laughs> and, and the other one like kind of like dodges underneath it, and then looks at him. He's like, "Son of a bitch!" So he'll swing again with his multi-attack. That will hit. So he hits him across the face. Ugh. So he has to do a saving throw to break out of it. He does not. So he is still trying to kill the other ones. <laughs> and you see the lizard folk um, attack twice against him. God. Damn it! I am rolling so freaking hot. 
not for damage though. Um, and he does like two slashes into him, and the other one is offended and also very hurt. Brock pulls out some popcorn, holds it up to uh, start the... eating it. God, this drama is <laughs> riveting. Uh, and the third one is like kind of breaking out of it and just realizes like, what the fuck? Why is he attacking him? And then uh, hits him across the face twice with his hands. The there we go. One will hit. So yes. I hope these are all like uh, one instances of damage, right? Just uh, like one damage slap across the face. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's a strength check. It's still uh, D4, D4 plus strength. Okay. Um, Brock pointed my arm to relatively where it's going to go, um, and I'm just going to lob uh, an ice knife in that direction. Sure. You can give me a roll with disadvantage, even though he pointed yeah. you the direction. It's hitting a target, so even if you... Okay, so keep in mind, like, ice knife, it's even if you hit near the area, it probably will still explode, and the explode damage for sure will, like, they have to Yeah, that's, that's, what, I'm, that's and, what I'm looking for. The initial, yeah, yeah, the initial hit, though, you can roll yep. with disadvantage. I'm going to roll two 19s with my luck. Uh, no, I rolled a, uh, a 13 and a 19. So, uh, But that 13's a 20. So, um, I'm pretty sure that it. Yeah, it doesn't matter even if they had our, uh, even if they had the shield on. So, yeah, it is. Okay. Um, so uh, someone, someone roll a D4 for me to figure out which target it is. Right, and then I'll roll damage. So what it is, it's 1d10 piercing damage on the one creature. Uh-huh. So that... They all have to do dex checks, right? Um, dexterity saving throw. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then let's see what it has. Two, two fail, one succeeds. Okay. Dex 15 save. So d10 is going to be 10 damage. Awesome. And then... It's going to be 2d6 cold damage for um, each target within 5 feet of it. Yeah, they're all next to each other. Okay. So, point of order, real quick. Um, Edson, you are no longer invisible. Uh, uh, oh, concentration, right? <laughs> he just all of a sudden appears in the corner. You're, hi you're hiding. You're hiding behind a uh, kind of uh, a tree, but the tree is definitely not big enough for you. <laughs> I, I pulled some of the feathers in my armor to try and hide myself. <laughs> no, pass without trace is also gone as well. Is as well, yes. <laughs> my feathers disappear as I'm throwing them. Fuck! <laughs> Everything is just disappearing. Yes. <laughs> uh, Alright, so my 2d6s was a 3. Fuck. Okay, 2d6s plus 3. Hit that. Hits this target. Okay. Um, so at that moment when the ice knife kind of like goes, hits the target, and all of a sudden it explodes, um, I'm going to have everyone roll initiative. I guess roll 4 initiative. <laughs> there you go. Wait, I want a I surprise attack too. Do I get a I got 14? I got a 16. Well, at least I, I hope I get to go first. Talk 23. There you go. Sorry, actually, I got a 26. No, I'm just kidding. Um, a 7. 
<laughs> Give me a second. I'm getting a, I'm getting my app open for initiative order. What was Brock? Seven. Uh, Shane? Uh, 23. Kelmar? 14. Interesting. Last time you used this app, you also got a 14. Uh, Edson? 16. Okay, and their initiative. Okay. Uh, Shane, you're top of the round. Uh, you see them, and all of a sudden, you see three of them like kind of hacking each other. One of them is still mind controlled, I believe, uh, but the other two see Etzen trying to hide behind a tree. If he took uh, right. ice damage, uh, what? If, if he took ice damage, you roll concentration again for mind control, right? Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, you're right. Let's see. Oh, you're back straight. There we go. Yeah. All right, so I am going to target one of the wounded sure. ones with it. Hmm? The one that's been slashed a bunch, or I mean, there's two of them that've been wounded and very yeah. By their friend attacking let's, let's, let's do the one who's been let's do the one who's looks the most wounded definitely the one that got stabbed in the back and then slashed on the chest yeah. and then i'll be using um one of the snake shot rounds for it seems like a decent situation for it mm -hmm. okay yeah just make sure to keep track of uh your shots and stuff like that how many you have left um also for the spider one I couldn't make quantity 10 for some apparent reason for the stupid bolts I made. So just keep in mind, there's 10. You bought 10 of them. Go ahead and roll for attack. Oops. the wrong button. Any sharpshooter on this one, or just normal? Um... I already rolled, so we'll just go with normal. Um, and plus, he's wounded, so hopefully he dies. So, um, it'll be a 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. And let's roll some damage. Big boy. Damage. Not bad. 10 damage from the shot, and then everybody needs to do their uh, dexterity, dexterity saving throws. Uh, only one succeeds, which is not the target you hit, but one succeeded. The rest, the other two fail. Okay. It's going to be two damage for those who failed, and obviously one for our boy who succeeded. Okay. Uh, you blast into the target that's really hit. Uh, you hear, you guys hear the loud, <laughs> kind of like echo as you guys are in the swamp area, and it's a very loud noise. Um, and the blast hits hits them. Uh, and then after that, um, one of the lizard folks turn, uh, he's going to use his movement, get up to Etzen behind the tree, trying to pretend that he's hidden, and, uh, take swings at Etzen. I just look at him Took away my second attack. It's okay. Oh, alright. No, sorry. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead. Second attack. Yeah, it's totally your turn, so. Uh, 
Um, and I'm just going to shoot an iron bullet um, at the wounded guy again. And then this time we'll do sharpshooter. Okay. It was a good idea. Eight, six, six, five, four, three. Minus 10, right? You hit minus five. Minus five. Uh, easily compared to what you hit. So. 23. Yeah. That damage. Nine, four, eight, 23 damage. Second shot. Fuck. Fuck yeah. Fucking sharpshooter. Fucking plus 10 damage. Fucking take him, man. You hit the same guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's fucking dead. Uh, two loud shots gonna like fire off. The first one kind of like you see that as the bullet hits, and you see these almost like serpent-like fire creatures can like latch onto the other targets, and you can hear another shot go off, and it just like pierces his head. Doesn't blow off his head, but like it just pierces his head like really quick, like almost like a sniper shot, and you see the lizard kind of like fall to the ground. Um, but the next guy's turn since Shane is now done. Shane, do you want to move up at all, or do you want to move at all? Um, let's, let's just move up 10 feet, a little closer. I think I'm, what, like 40 feet away or something? Yeah, so yeah, 10 feet up. Um, from this distance, you can probably, through the fog, you can just barely see the silhouettes. Uh, but basically, I like to see the, like, you're sharpshooting. It's not like you're in this. You, know, you can see the bodies. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so I'm then the other lizard folk will go ahead and do attacks on Edson. Oh, Jesus. Um, the one's a crit. And the second attack is 23. Uh, both it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. I said, take this. Oh. So. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 14 on the first swing and then uh, 8 on the second swing. All right. Uh, that's his turn. Uh, it's in your next. And you have a lizard folk in front of you, and then another lizard folk with a backpack and shield uh, in the middle area, seeing his friend get murdered. I, I look at the guy who just hit me, I'm like, nice punch. Or nice hit. And then I'm like, gonna have my sword and, or my axe and shield out. And I'm like, let's see who can hit harder. So as a bonus action i'm gonna drop my concentration on my uh uh enhance ability to put it on to shield of faith yep so let's see and so now my ac should be up to 22 yep it is very nice and i'll hit this guy let's see That'll be a uh, 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Alrighty. I'm gonna add a smite and a charge out of spite. Spite for light. <laughs> so let's. So that'll be a. Uh... 58 damage, please. <laughs> That'll be about 13 damage. Okay. Hey, it must have rolled like. The shittiest smite I've ever like, seen doo-doo. from Etsy. 
Slash through him with the first lightning, and then you come across his chest, uh, chest on the backswing. And as you go through his backswing, it just penetrates right through all of his scales and kind of slices right through his gut. He's like, it falls to his knees as his guts are starting to fall out and falls to the ground. Yeah, you really shouldn't have done that. Jansen, do you want to move at all? Um, I'll move up to the next guy. Okay, Kelmar. Or you can't see shit. <laughs> but you threw out a nice knife and you hear things clashing in the distance. Um, so I'm just gonna just kind of run up on it and see see what I can do. Um, I'm gonna have my scimitar out, be startled, and then just kind of hack. Sounds so I'm good. Gonna, I'm going to take a... Okay. Um, I'm actually use a bonus action and use a... Uh, Shalili. Indeed. Do it. Shalili. So this will be a plus seven to hit. Nice. Um, a 19 to hit. No hit. You also get, a, instead of a d6, I think it's a d8 now, or something like that. Yeah, d8. d8 plus four. Um, uh, seven damage. Yep. And, uh, you see the Sonataro slash through it, and, uh, for you guys that can see, uh, you can see uh, Kelmar is doing his very uh, acrobatic, almost like dance display as he slashes, slashes through them. Alright, so after that, we have... That guy's dead. That guy's dead. And, oh, Backpack Man. Uh, one is going to be an 18 against Kelmar, and the other one's a nat 20. Mm -hmm. I'm going a little hot, I would say. I mean, I burned <laughs> I burned the first half of the hotness, at least. Imagine if, that was, if it was all against us. Yeah, yeah exactly. Alright, so we'll do the initial damage, which is 6 damage, as he slashes through with his sword. And then we got the crit damage... Uh, total damage after that. Who is this against? Um, so yeah. This is the against Kelmar. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, so what was it? Yeah, 20, yeah. It's the, guy, it's, it's the guy in your face. Got it. I believe so. It was like 12 plus, plus 12? 6. Or okay, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, 18 damage. Got it. As he uh, slashes through you twice. Um, Brock, your turn. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, get up into the mix to do Mind Sliver. So I'm going to drop the, I'm going to bring the, the loot up and uh, I'm going to strum the strings and the, you know, he's going to reverberate towards that lizard folk. I need him to give me an intellect saving throw. Nope. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, that's going to be 11 damage, a 6 and a 5. What the hell? Damn, dude. Yeah, 11 damage hey, on yo. this fucking uh, cantrip. Okay, you see the lizard folk with his uh, kind of like lizard snout. You see blood like kind of coming out of his nose. Um, and then uh, Kelmar looks a little, looks like he's got some blood on him. So I'm going to say, uh, it's all just mental, buddy. It's all just mental. Keep on, keep, you can do this. And I'm going to give you a healing word. Um, bonus action. Come on. Now the D4 is so hard to grab. <laughs> That's true. Um, you're going to get five health back. Dope. First level healing word. And uh, that will be... I'll, I'll move forward um, like 15 feet. So they're still... Uh, I'm still like 10 feet back from Kelmar. <laughs> Sounds good. Top of the order. Shame. <clears throat> you see so got uh, one guy uh, Kelmar blindly swinging at this with one guy. Yep. And he's the backpack with uh, shield on his back. Um, and he does not look good. Sorry, he actually. No. Probably, probably when he attacked probably when he attacked Kelmar, he probably pulled out his shield. So. But he's bleeding from the nose. He's, he's all he's a little scorched from a fire. Um, yep. And he's a little cut. Um, I want to walk uh, what, probably within 20 feet, do you think we'd be able to, like, make each other out and see each other's faces? Yes. So I'm gonna walk over there with my gun aimed at him, and in Draconic, I'm gonna tell him, um, surrender. <laughs> uh, you see him kind of, like, pull, uh, pull his blade back to continue attacking Kelmar. Too bad. Always right. oh, peaceful, Shane. Shame, 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 shame. Shame, shame. Um. And I will shoot him with an iron bullet, and just a regular shot. So, okay. Uh, it'll hit. Oh, crazy damage. Um, just six damage. Six damage, you roll like a two? Uh, yes. Ouchie. Alright, so yeah, you, uh, fire off a shot and, like, kind of clips his shoulder. Sixteen damage. Sixteen damage or sixteen to hit? Sixteen damage. It hit him. Probably <laughs> <laughs> what, you hit a 30 or something, something like that? No, I rolled a, I rolled a 20, a dirty 20. Okay, sounds good. 16 damage, yeah. You uh, fire off a shot and you uh, bl uh, blast through the center of his gut. 
Okay. And it hits the floor. Um, so you guys have uh, three lizard folk dead on the row on the pathway, uh, as well as one off to the side that was next to uh, Edson. Let's hurry and get him off the road. Uh, agreed. Let's drag him over to where Edson is with that other one. So two of them have crates on their backs, as well as one has a backpack. When you guys are moving, the ones that have uh, one of them that has the crate, because there was a crate that attacked Edson, um, they're very heavy. Uh, it seems like crates are uh, quite quite a substantial amount of weight. Um, After I drag them off the side of the road, I would like to investigate a crate. Um, I would like to investigate the backpack, also. Sure. Uh, both give me investigate checks. Wait, so all the lizard folks are dead? Yeah, there were only three. three. Oh. Okay, then I'll, I'll help with getting the crate, or prying open the crates. Uh, I'll roll a nat 20 on my crate inspection. Did, does uh, Edson give me advantage with that? To the backpack. The backpack? Just look at the backpack, Dave. Roll an investigation. Yeah, I roll a three. Do I get advantage? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, then it's a six. Yeah, like, uh, I'll, I'll scoot him out of the way and say, here, let me try. <laughs> That'll be a 19. Uh, so, Brock, you like kind of open up the backpack and you see it's like mundane supply and you're like, fuck this thing. And Edson's like, oh, I'll take a look. I'm too, I'm too distracted uh, Shane, by the crate. Shane, as you open up one of the crates, uh, <laughs> Shane, do you have like a crowbar? I would imagine with an Avengers pack, you probably have a crowbar. I just stick sort. the barrel of the gun underneath and just pop. <laughs> and as you pop it open, uh, you see gems, jewels, uh, necklaces, bracelets, as well as gold. Gather around, friends. Gather around. <laughs> it looks like we hit the mother load. Yeah. I want to pick the other crate as well. <laughs> Sounds how you guys go through uh, that yeah, you one. pop that open as well. Similar, yeah, similar thing. Gold, gems, and jewelry. Okay, how heavy are these, mm, Mark? All right. Look, so, uh, there's a substantial load. Okay. I want to stick my arm, like, in it and see how far it goes. Like, is it just, is the crate just full of riches? <laughs> I'd say, like, the crate is about probably, like, 15, 16 inches deep. Okay, this far. Yeah. I'd like to take some time next to, like, the most solid ground and start s summoning a steed. Ooh. There's not much solid ground. Uh, every time you walk around, it just goes. Ugh. Oh god. Kelmar's just standing there with his mouth open and his eyes agape. So we're, we have the jewels <laughs> and gold. Two uh, so crates, Dave, right? you want to track this, I'll let you know. Yeah, two crates. Uh, I can give you the information of what you guys find. If you want to keep track of this. Uh, yes, I do. Give me a second. Where's going to be a good spot to put this? It's going to go... And you said it's 15, 16 inches deep, Mark, and it's just, it's filled. Deep. It is. It's filled also with, like, you know, like, paper and stuff like that to kind of protect the jewelry. Okay, there we go. Uh, you find about five... Uh, five jewelry, uh, varieties of necklaces and bracelets. Five jewelry, necklace, bracelet. 
Okay. So is that like five jewelry pieces? Yeah, like five jewelry okay. pieces. Right. Uh, you find 15 gems, uh, varying in quality. Uh, and you find about 840 gold. Between the two chests, this is just one chest. This is both chests. Okay. I, I did. I did a compass of everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jane's gonna pick up one of the uh, a couple of the gold pieces and rub them. They actually gold. Yeah, they're gold. <laughs> Fair. That's a very good check, Shane. <laughs> I love that this group doesn't trust kids. It doesn't trust money. <laughs> Hell not. Um, so okay, first oh, things first. Here, um, grave diggers, we need we need to bury these bodies. We, these bodies can't be found. Um, not just you guys, everyone. We we, we need to we we'll need to dispose of these bodies. Um, either either throw them into the into the mirror or or bury them somewhere because uh, we don't want anyone on our on our case. Do we? We obviously they're just using that place as a front and they're following this road to some place. Obviously we could have followed them and got there, but I feel like this was a better move. What's yeah. what's the plan? Are we abandoning ship on everything and we're or are we Well this kind of money we can retire, but no. We should still press forward. What, what I'm, what, you know, this thought just you know popped into my head. That's all. Just you know, thinking proactively. What if we uh, took this money uh, back to Waters Deep and um, you know get a couple of things and then come back here? That was like ten days ago, huh? On the road. Yeah, about ten days of travel. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a journey to get back. Yeah, we could get some nice stuff, but... <sighs> Brock, Brock, Brock. <sighs> God, I wish I had my nice cloak. Okay. Well, first things first. Well... Um, because uh, we none of this should be on uh, one person for uh, security uh, reasons. Um, I think we should, uh, each of us take, uh, 210 of this, uh, gold. Sounds good. I was gonna say, Damon, that's cool. rolling in money right now. Yeah, I was, I, I was trying to blow all of mine. <laughs> yeah, and instead I blew all of mine. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are in the middle of Mirror the Dead. You guys just killed Blizzard Folk. Um, what are we trying to do? Um, we need we wanna bury them or pull the bodies off into the into the mirror. Um, dispose of the yeah. evidence. <laughs> uh Kel, while you you were uh, are, are reminiscent of the bodies you've buried already. And you're like, huh, I've done this many times before. We've had some Who's digging right next to me? <laughs> Why do we always get stuck with fairy duty? Because you guys are so good at it. Like, I, I can't. I, I cannot. You know, he's, he's tiny. He can't shovel much. If you want to hear a good song, 
you come to me. You want a grave dug? You guys. It's it's just what you guys do. I feel like Muhammad would be frowning at me. You are giving them a good passage to the afterlife. A nice little uh, a cozy place to to rest for the rest of forever. For the rest of eternity. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna search their bodies if if there's anything left on them. I know they got like packs and stuff like that, but I don't know if we searched them, their clothes. Yeah, you uh, give me an investigation check. Cool. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, not too good. Plus two. Uh, fourteen. Eh? Yeah, fourteen. And you search their bodies. The only thing you can see of kind of semi-interest is that you can see that they all are adorned with like a necklace. Uh, the necklace is a mixture of like uh, small glass items and like it looks like almost like smashed like copper uh, it, it seems like it's almost like a mixture of like uh, civilized uh, trinkets like things that you would find like from like a you know I like to say like a thrift store or things like that that are all attached to a uh, like string around the neck I'm gonna take them all off Yep, and you take them all off and you add them to your pack. Yeah, I mean, so I got three? Yeah, you have three um, random ornaments around a string. Yeah, oh, okay. I'll see if I can add something. What we believe her portion of the reward should be. Right, I, um, I believe we should give her, give her uh, something, but maybe not in this exact moment. That's what I'm asking. Where do we go from here, like, right now? Are we gonna keep going and see if we can find where these lizard folk were going? I think that'd be smart to uh, continue on this path, at least figure out where um, where this is. Do we want to carry their crates and stuff to make it look like we're merchants or whatever we're supposed to be carrying unless, this stuff unless they're expecting lizard folk okay that's my only uh, concern okay I, I say we go and stealthily again I say we continue down this path until we see you know something some remnants of um a hold or a, you know a new a new fort or a cave or something like that and we you know we proceed from there um i'm not gonna lie i'm looking a little shy on spells after that interaction so like if we also wanted to go back to because we have another day if we want to just go back now you know, reconvene with Gemna, tell her what we found, tell her that we probably wouldn't need a a guard above because, you know, we uh, we weren't underneath the building. It took us out uh, past the mirror in a secret passage. What do you need? Do you need a short rest or do you need a long rest? Oh, I, need, I would need a long rest. I would need a long rest. Mm. But um, we go back, we, we sleep, get a rest, um, we have another day 
and then tomorrow they yes, find then... out that the people are dead, and then they're all up in arms. Yeah, but we're just back here. We're not out here. We wouldn't know anything about what happened out here. Sure, but I think right now it's kind of more we have the plan or the surprise attack going. I mean, us. even so, we disposed of the body. Um, they could think that they ran off. You know, there's, there's no evidence that uh, they're dead. Unless they really find it. But... Or do we want to go and get Gemna now? Or no, you're you're hurting, you said. If we're going in, if we're going in, I'd rather be at full strength. Yeah, I'm kind of with Brock on this one. And we have we another day. We don't need dead. to sneak through anymore and waste spells. Okay, so tomorrow we just come back and just keep going the rest of the way? Yeah. Oh, wait. Guys. Instead of turning back, Teresa's saying that we're going to lose the cult if we don't go. Or Teresa. Brock looks left, looks right. Right now? She just said that right now to you? Yes. <sighs> uh, I'm going to look at Brock and then I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and I'm going to say, uh, I guess we push forward. Um, I guess we push forward. You know, just uh, don't use any spells unless you don't need to. Edson. Uh, did my get summoned? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Alright, let's oh. load up all the heavy weight on my steed. Anything extra can go on him. Okay, um, Edson, how are you? Uh, how are you looking? You looking a little, um, a little hurt? Uh, I like crick my neck, spit out a ton of blood. Okay. Uh, um, I, my my, I bring my loot up here. and I'm kind of looking at you. No. And I start pulling. Don't use it. And I start, I start strumming the loot. And it like starts coming to from the loot. And I say, Etzen, I have for you a boon. Apparently, my loot can cast cure wounds. And I'm gonna get you seven health. Seven health, nice. All right. And then Brock looks down, and like, wow, that was different. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Well, I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna take a little bit out of my lay on hands pool, which I just noticed is a lot more with that level up. <laughs> so, oh, there you go. Gonna give myself ten points in uh, lay on hands. Don't worry, I still have twenty left. Wow. Playing is one. <clears throat> so I'm just five from max. Um, I'm gonna drink that potion that I made. I think. Yeah, sure. Uh, what is that? That's two D four plus two, I believe. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, actually, you're drinking a full. Uh, sorry, you actually have to roll anything because yeah. I pushed the rules on that. It's max health. Yeah, it's uh, plus ten health. Yep. 
I'm so yeah. I'm gonna drink it and then I'm gonna look around at everybody and. All right, I. That wasn't that wasn't too bad. I, I I'm feeling pretty good. We should we should look into getting more of these because, man, I, I'm feeling great. Uh, Kalmar, it's a very earthy like kind of flavor uh, as you drink it. It's very like uh, down to earth. Uh, feels very organic. Nice. Ah. Okay. Um. Well, we, we gotta keep going. So, um, I can I can try and make us all quiet again if 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 you want. Let's wait until we're closer. I don't want to. I want as much uh, length on this as possible. Okay. Let's go. Uh, Shane, maybe you take lead sounds good okay and then um, Edson will have you in the back alright works for me I'm um, on my shield and axe at the ready now Kelmar you, same thing you behind me and I'll be behind Shane See, <laughs> um, so you guys are you guys are going down the road being cautious being stealthy um, as you guys are going down the road, you guys continue to go down the path. Uh, you guys see again a couple trees that have like almost like a singe mark on them. This might be a marker of some sort, like the the path. Just follow the singe marks trees. Could be. That's how we know we're on the same right good. I could be reading into it too much, but. We'll keep, we'll keep an eye out for him. Okay. Um, you guys continue down the road. Um, you guys are moving through the Mirror of the Dead. Um, hour passes by. Um, you guys are continuing down uh, down the path that continues down. Uh, you guys can see that there are a lot of footprints on the ground. Um, anybody can give me a survival check. I mean, all of you guys can. doesn't matter. What are we throwing? Survival. 22. 14. 17. Uh, Kelma, give me a nature check also. And a nature check? Oh, that's not as good. Um, 11. Uh, Kelmar, you can tell the footprints are lizard folk, and the rest of the people that have rolled higher than 15, uh, you guys can tell their footprints along the ground, uh, but Kelmar can identify them as lizard folk. Uh, these, are, these are just like the ones that the guys back there had, so we're probably coming up on some more. You ready, guys? And then I'm going to reach out, and I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace on everybody. As you guys continue down the path, uh, getting deeper into the Mirror of the Dead, um, the water level is starting to rise just a little bit. So it's like ankle high of where the water is on the ground. Um, so you guys are starting to get a little bit deeper, essentially, as you guys are walking around. And it's not like a quick like travel. You guys are like definitely like, kind of like working through muck as you guys are like walking through the mirror. God, it's disgusting. Another hour. Another 
Yeah, unfortunately, another hour passes by. Mark, what do I feel from the water? Uh, okay. Uh, give me a religion check. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, 17. Um, so as you guys are walking, uh, Kilmer kind of, like, puts his hand down and kind of, like, puts his hand into the water. Um, as he puts his hand into the water, you can feel almost like a unnatural... Uh, energy kind of coming from the water um, it doesn't feel like a pleasant energy it's definitely an energy that seems foreign to you but uh, it definitely does not feel like a good kind of energy uh, you're was using it that, the same that... type of energy that I felt at the mirror yeah so when you last went with Edson it's the very similar feel that there is something uh, almost not natural coming from the water uh, as you guys are trans uh, transversing the uh, mirror of the dead got it All right, let's let's keep going up this uh, this path. Um, so yeah, you guys continue on the path. Um, another hour passes by. As you guys get deeper, you guys kind of hear a little bit of voices in the distance. Uh, it's a language you guys can't quite identify. It seems like uh, for Shane Edson, it's like draconic, but it is definitely not draconic. Can anyone, does anyone understand that language that we hear? No one? Uh, unless it's celestial, draconic, or common. Yeah, unless it's um, druidic or primordial. Brock's going to close his eyes, focus real quick, and I'm going to use my uh, comprehend language for a scribe nose, uh, scribe gnome once per day. So I understand uh, the literal meaning of any spoken language you hear. Yeah, so as you're approaching it, uh, it seems like it's a different version of Draconic as you're listening to it. Um, it seems like it's almost like broken or possibly uh, the language seems it's like a mixture of Draconic and something else. Um, as you are approaching, uh, everyone give me a stealth checks. We have no more past without trace, right? Yeah, no more past without trace. No, we're off. With disadvantage, I rolled a nine and a nine. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, as you are approaching, uh, Edson hits his maracos just a little too hard as he's walking through. And uh, as you guys are approaching, you hear the loud noise from Edson. Um, and you hear all of a sudden the conversation just stop. I'm sorry. I, could, I couldn't make out any of the what they were actually saying. Uh, unfortunately, not from the distance where you guys are at. Yeah. Um, I look over at Edson. Mm. I kind of like my eyes like get a little wide. Like I've got nothing to stealth. Kelmar. My bad. <laughs> I think that was the point to use the pass around trace. Um, are they coming this way? Are they just stop talking? What the fuck? Um, 
going to I'm going to disguise I'm gonna disguise self. I'm gonna cast disguise self on myself to look like one of the lizard folk we killed. Okay. Um with the one with the the backpack on its back. Okay, sounds good. Are you continuing to move forward? Are you staying with the group? Um, I'm, I'm Do you going... want my Draken steed to go with you? Nope. To be more convincing? Nope. I don't think that's. I think don't know if that's convincing or not. <laughs> so uh, not sure. Fair. Um, I'm I'm going to uh, I'm gonna stumble forward and, and like like I have like a lot of uh, like stuff in my hands and like like I drop something and uh, hopefully that's what they thought that noise was. Yep, okay, so when that happens... Uh, David, just in the distance of where your vision line is, and you're like uh, kind of like a semi-shorter lizard folk, um, in the distance you can see, uh, looks like you on teams, uh, kind of like the human form, wearing uh, purple and black clothing, and uh, two of them are readied with a cr uh, ready with uh, short bows, and one of them fires off two shots at you. You say a Yanti? Yep. The snake people? Uh, one of the shots does hit with a 26. Yeah. And hits you for three damage. Okay. And as it hit, uh, as it hits you, uh, Constitution for disguise self. I don't know. Uh, no, actually, I was just looking at that. It's not a concentration. Okay. Yeah, and you get hit, and you get hit by one of the arrows, and the other two uh, approach you, and three of them are there with short bows, like strung and ready to go. Uh, you hear in a very like kind of broken, almost barely understanding draconic. What are you doing in our area? Uh, in Brock's brain. Fuck. Um, outside of Brock's brain. <coughs> um, uh, I'm gonna look up and be like, lost, lost, and like backing, backing away, uh, hands up, like lost, lost, lost. Uh, you hear one of them, one of them being the female. Uh, walk, uh, walks a little bit closer. What do you have in the bag? Um, the bag is illusionary, so, um, I'm going to pull out a, uh, some, some okay, so it's one of my, um, one of the robes, um, I think it was my brown, uh, monk's robe. I pull out, so it looks like a, a cloak, just a cloak. I pull that out, and it's just like it was shoved in there. Um, three of uh, the all three of them kind of like curiously look at you, and uh, look at the cloak, and uh, kind of like look at you very suspiciously. Uh, one of them. How, uh, how far away? Out of his bag how far away is everyone? Him. What was that? How far away is everyone? How far away, like forward did I have to move? Uh, far enough where they can't see you through the fog. 
Okay. Um, okay. Um, one of them approaches, uh, approaches with rope. And, uh, yeah, the other two is, you're coming with us. Uh, can I throw the cloak into their, into the one's uh, face, like in front of me? Yes, absolutely. Can we so hear this? You, I mean, you can slightly hear the conversation, but it's far enough away where you guys are, like, kind of keeping your distance. Well. So more than likely you guys can't funny you said see that. what's going on, but you can hear it possibly. Funny you said that. As I throw the cloak, it's, shit, fuck, fuck, shit, shit. Um, how far away are we? Like thirty feet, twenty feet? I would say I would say close to forty-five to sixty range. Forty-five to sixty uh, range, okay. So as you guys, as Brock throws over the sheet, uh, he starts to like try to move and get out of the way. Uh, you have to let off the sharpness. Yep. One will miss. One will hit with a twenty-three. Um. Yeah. Uh, six damage. As one of the arrows hits Brock, um, as he's moving across and like and he continues to move away from them. Um. Yeah. It would be. So you gotta. You, yeah. You guys hear the. Oh shit! 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 shit fuck. Uh, I'm gonna go running towards Brock's voice. Yeah, I'm gonna start wrenching towards that too with my axe and shield out. Same. Same. <laughs> Sounds good. So you guys are heading that direction. Uh, Etienne and uh, Shane, uh, you guys can see just fine as you guys are approaching the area, and you can see uh, UNT two uh, two of them with short bows, and the other one uh, like slightly covered by a rag. Uh, everyone will initiative. I rolled a 13. <laughs> I rolled a 19. Roll like crap today. I'm rolling hot today. 8 for me. 16 for Shane. And that is where we'll end our session, boys. We'll come back to this uh, when we get a chance to fight all of these UNTs.